Welcome to Making Fit Work. I'm your host, Nina McGough, certified personal trainer and nutrition coach and busy mom of two. I'm committed to helping you get real results by sharing best practices and life hacks to staying consistent. I also regularly interview other busy professionals who have mastered the ability to juggle it all while staying the course with their health and fitness. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of Making Fit Work. I am your host, Nina McGough, and I am coming to you with episode number two in our Myth Busting series. In our first episode, I addressed whether or not eating small, frequent meals was absolutely the way to go in order to get results. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back, scroll to the last episode, and you will find that one there. And my thoughts on figuring out whether or not small, frequent meals is the way to go for you. Today, we are going to talk about eating after 7 p.m., right? How people should avoid eating after 7 p.m. So here's the thing about this. This is a total myth, okay? There is nothing wrong with eating after 7 p.m. In fact, I have no idea why 7 p.m. became like the timestamp for when you should stop eating, all right? I hear it all the time, especially when people are trying to build new habits. Most people will say, I don't eat after 7 p.m. I try really hard not to eat after 7 p.m. Again, I'm not sure why this particular timestamp. I got to imagine that this started as a way for people to avoid mindless nighttime snacking, right? So somewhere, someone just kind of threw this timestamp and said, stop eating after 7 p.m. Here is the thing. There is nothing magical about the timestamp 7 p.m. It's not like seven the clock strikes 7 p.m. and your body immediately goes into uh, fat storing mode, right? Or your metabolism like immediately stops working and everything you consume after that is going to be stored as fat. <laughs> There's no such thing, right? That's That's definitely not happening. So what I would like for you to think about first – before throwing on some restriction of like when you have to stop eating is a couple of things to think about. So for example, not that this is a bad thing if you're trying to stop or avoid mindless snacking, but here's the thing. If you are mindlessly snacking on food after dinner, and when I say mindlessly, I mean you're doing it out of a craving or a habit and not because of hunger, It doesn't matter whether you're doing that at 6.30 p.m., 3.30 p.m., 10 a.m., mindless snacking is absolutely going to get in the way of you making actual progress and getting results, right? Because it's mindless. There's no rhyme or reason behind it. You're not hungry. um, Your body doesn't need it. So when it comes to trying to kick that habit, throwing a timestamp like 7 p.m. isn't really going to help you, right? So you really want to think about why are you doing the mindless snacking to start? Um, is it stress-related? Is it, 
you know, something lacking in your dinner that you're looking for afterwards? Were you unsatisfied with your meal? You want to think about things like that versus just saying, that's it, I'm not going to eat after 7 p.m. Again, whether you're mindless snacking before 7 p.m. or after 7 p.m. doesn't really matter. However, with that being said, I do love the idea of dinner and done. Dinner and done. Have a nice, satisfying, healthy, nutritious meal and be done. With that being said, there are some exceptions to that. So instead of thinking about I'm going to be done and I'm just not going to eat, I'm going to stop snacking after 7 p.m. or I'm not going to have dinner after 7 p.m. Instead, what I'd like you to do is try focusing on not having, uh, not consuming any food within two hours of your bedtime. So that's a better marker. Two hours of your bedtime. And why two hours? Well, typically it takes about two hours for your food to digest, to fully digest. And I'm saying typically because that's not, again, a hard and fast line, but two to three hours for your food to digest. Of course, that depends on how much you consumed, whether you had alcohol or not, but that's a good way to start, right? Try to avoid consuming food within two hours of your bedtime. That way you are giving your food whatever you had, whether your last meal was dinner or a nighttime snack or a dessert, you are giving your body time to digest before going to bed and kind of shutting your body off for the night, right? Shutting your mind off for the night and trying to sleep well, right? So that's a big part of why you don't want to be going to uh, bed on a full stomach, right? So give your body two hours. Now, the reason I say that you don't have to use 7 p.m. as a marker absolutely is think about your life, your schedule, and what is realistic, right? And I'm just throwing out some timestamps and numbers here. I'm kind of making this stuff up, kind of using some examples from things that clients have talked to me about personally. So for example, say you're eating an early dinner because uh, your kids have extracurricular activities that are literally landing right smack in the middle of dinner time, right? We all know that happens. Kids got practice from like 5.30 to 7.30 or something like that, right? You have two choices. You're either eating dinner really late at night, 8 p.m., whenever you get home, 8.30, or you're having a really early dinner, 4.30 p.m., 5 o'clock, whatever. Let's say you choose to do an early dinner at 5 p.m., 4.30 p.m., right? But you don't get to bed until 10 p.m. Maybe you're not sleeping until 10.30. You're not getting to bed until 10 p.m. Are you going to get hungry again between 4.30, 5 o'clock, and 10? You might. You might. And there is nothing wrong with having a late night snack after 7 p.m. if that's the case. There is nothing wrong with that. Again, it's not like your body shuts off at seven and goes immediately goes into like a fat storing mode, okay? In fact, I would recommend that you do have something if you are truly hungry. So that's the other thing I want you to think about. There is a difference between hunger and cravings. Cravings typically come, um, they're mindless, right? Or... I shouldn't say mindless. That's not the right word. They're emotional, right? 
cravings is something you kind of like feel like having, um, whether it's a flavor or you have something nostalgic in particular that makes you feel like it's a comfort food. You're looking for a sweetness or a saltiness. Um, sometimes that comes because you're stressed. It comes because you're tired. It could come because you're unsatisfied with your meal. Hunger is the physical feeling of wanting food. <laughs> the physical, you know, tummy rumbling, I am actually hungry. So that's the first thing to pay attention to when it comes to deciding whether, yes, it is okay to eat after 7 p.m. Am I actually hungry? Do I need more food physically? Am I physically hungry? And if you're not going to bed until 10 p.m., geez, 11 p.m., that's hard for me to wrap my mind around, to be honest, because I'm typically in bed no later than 9 Um preferably eight, but no later than nine. But I realize that's not everybody's schedule, right? I realize that's not realistic for everybody. So for me personally, yeah, I don't typically eat after, you know, 6.30ish. That's late for us to have dinner, but that's my personal schedule, right? If you're at kids' events, the minute you get home, until 7, 7.30, yeah, you're going to have you're gonna have a late dinner. Does that mean you're doomed? Does that mean you're going to store all that food as fat? No, but I would think about giving your body some time to metabolize and digest some of that food before going to bed, right? So that's just something to think about. So if you are actually hungry, it doesn't matter what time you're eating, right? Would I have food and then immediately lay down? No, probably not. Again, you want to give your body a little time to digest and movement helps that digestive process, right? So eating and then sitting might take your body a little longer, whereas if you're still moving and doing things throughout the day, it does help move that digestive system, that digestive process along a little bit quicker, right? So that's something to think about. So Eating after 7 p.m., the gist of this episode is it is a total myth. There is nothing wrong with it. If you are hungry after 7 p.m., it is totally okay. You're not killing your results. Your body does not go into fat storing mode the minute the clock strikes at 7. However, with that being said, if you are typically in bed like me pretty early, 8, 9 o'clock, then 7 p.m. is not a bad cutoff time. And I do love the thought of being dinner and done. In order to be dinner and done, you do need to make sure that that dinner is satiating and satisfying. I know you guys are probably sick of hearing me say that, but that is so key. That is so key to curbing cravings, especially those late night cravings. If you're wondering, if you want me to dive deeper into that, let me know. I'm happy to do a whole episode on the difference between satiation and satisfaction. Um, if that helps you guys, again, this podcast is for you. I hope that you found this episode helpful and uh, that in some way, shape, or form, it is helping you be your strongest, healthiest, happiest self. If you did find this episode helpful, please share it with your friend, uh, friends and family. Tag me on Instagram or Facebook and uh, shoot me a message. I would love to hear it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Until next time. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Making Fit Work. 
If you did, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference and would be super helpful to me. Also, if you have any topic suggestions, if there's something in particular you'd love for me to address on this podcast, feel free to shoot me a message. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can shoot me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Again, you can find me at fitwith underscore Nina. Or you can join my private community on Facebook called Making Fit Work and drop your topic suggestions in there. Until next time, my friends, be strong, be healthy, be happy.